It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies. We are still stuck streaming movies at home. I remember a time there were these structures that had giant screens in them with state-of-the-art sound systems. They served up delicious, freshly popped popcorn and other snacks in their lobby. It was a communal experience that brought people together, and it supplied us with a place to take a break from the stress of our daily lives. If memory serves me correctly, I believe they called these buildings movie theaters. Maybe I'm mistaken. Perhaps this is all just a naive dream that such a place could exist. Now back to reality. So directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Yes, I cannot tell you how happy I am to rage myself stupid this week. But first, we're just changing up the podcast a little bit. We're going to start out with thanking our very first membership subscriber by the name of James at our buymeacoffee.com forward slash film rage YYC. And you too could sponsor us, or should I say be a member of the Film Rage family. Uh, They will get a special Film Rage merch item if you join uh, as well as he will be daring us, or you could be too, daring us to see a movie, which we will record a live session of our review. Um, So yeah, James is our first member and hope we're going to get a lot more. Check us out. Again, it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash YYC. Also a special shout out for Rod, Mitch, and Rika for also renting us slash buying us some movie rentals. Also, check out our merch site, which is tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash YYC. So, yeah, we got merch and we got a brand new t-shirt, which I'm super pumped about. I've been dreaming about this day my entire life, and our buddy Bex Goose, the potato queen herself, has created a kick-ass ladies who punch dicks and kick-ass shirt. Go check it out on our website, too. What do you think? Want to dance? Yeah. Okay. What are we doing? We're streaming, Jim. So we started this week with a little video on demand action. And that movie was titled Wrong Turn. Perhaps you've heard of it. But it's not the other wrong turn. It's yes. a different wrong turn. Wrong Turn 2021 is a reboot of the 2003 film that spawned five sequels. The original had West Virginian inbred cannibals terrorizing a group of young folk, and that was the extent of it. 
The reboot is a little more intelligent as a group of well-educated young people find themselves encountering a cult by the name of the Foundation that has lived in the Appalachian Mountains since 1859. That's a long time ago. Woo! Lots of crushed skulls and various other gores should satisfy most of the fans who are looking for a bloody good time. These moments were fairly well meshed with the political commentary that while it was a little too in your face, it did serve a purpose creating a conflict between our group of young idealistic hikers and the foundation whose beliefs harken back to those you would expect from a society living on the side of a mountain, sheltering themselves from the world around them. Although Not I see them growing grapes. Yeah. What's well, up with that? Not an original film, but... It was an original reboot. Uh, the ending was satisfying. The acting was decent, especially Bill Sage, who plays John, the Foundation's ruler. And it had enough going on for it to keep me interested. I It tried really hard to be an intelligent, thought-provoking horror movie. But it falls apart a little, as you would think that some external authority would step in at some point if disappearances and murders were happening. The film wanted me to think more, but its basic premise needed me to check my brain at the door before watching it. So that makes this a meh. Sweet. So, to be clear, they were warned, do not go off the path by multiple people, I might add. That is true. They know they are in... Hills have eyes country. That is also true. They leave the trail and then somebody dies and then they keep going off the trail. Okay. Did I get that right? They they had an accident. Against the grain quickly after they go off the trail, somebody dies, but instead of going back to the trail and working their way back, they continue to go. We should probably go forward. I'm like, why? (laughs) Whatever you're doing doesn't make sense. I'm like, okay. Uh, So this went in a completely wrong turn from what I thought this film was going to be. I do not want to spoil much on this, but I thought it was going to be a remake of the original film, Wrong Turn. Not even close. But that was... But that wasn't it. This uh, is the no. definition of a reboot. And it's they did say it was a reboot, not a remake. And they rebooted the hell out of this. Yeah, they certainly <laughs> did. Uh, the gore had some great practical effects. The story, although somewhat done before, I found it a bit fresh and enjoyed the concept. Yeah. Sounds a little similar to what you said. Kind of. Not sure that uh, a local ranger would go and help uh, Modine's character. And you, Modine's not really a big a big part of this movie, but um, his character kind of just pops in and pops out whenever it feels like it. Um, Especially with all the hype that the town had. So that seemed a little unrealistic when all of a sudden he's like, yeah, okay, I'll go. It's like, nobody wants to go. Everybody's warning you, no, don't go. But then he's got to go. But I figured, okay, let's just go along for this ride and enjoy it. Sit tight, hold on to the person in front of you on the motorcycle and just go for a ride. Kind of funny that uh, the ranger lasted a very short time after bragging (laughs) he knew that the area had traps. He's like, oh, I know this area. I know all their traps. 
<laughs> in fact, that's what made me actually start to enjoy this movie even more. Because yeah. up until that time, I was kind of thinking, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a little boring. Um, but yeah, uh, and then boom, baby. I don't know why uh, I wanted to find faults in this film. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I was like looking for the faults. And then when that happened, I was just like, ah, just have no, a good time. This is it. Yeah, I'm just going to have a good time. And, and that's when I started to. Uh, this type of the village meets chainsaw massacre movie seemed fairly unrealistic, but I got really immersed in it. Um, especially once the cannibalism started every time I was like, okay, this is getting old. Something cool kind of happened and pulled me back in. Uh, do I think that some of this was unbelievable? Yeah. Uh, did I want to believe it so I can enjoy the ride? Absolutely, I did. Uh, had a good amount of gore, suspense, and ladies who kick ass and punch dicks. Shout out to our t-shirt again. But the ending Your and the A-team pair-up at the end kind of made me lose my buzz a bit. I liked it a lot, but not loved it. It gets a fun and creepy stroll through the woods, meh. But the ending was super dumb and completely did not make any sense at all. Uh, the ending uh, was all right. Was, no, it was not. It made no like, sense. Like you're talking these the very, people, very ending. These, yeah, the very, very ending. That's kind of cool. The very, very ending, like the last minute, yeah. the last thirty seconds was good, but the five minutes prior to that was not good. Okay. Because these people lived in the. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's kind of transparent what was going to happen. Mm. Like if they would have ended it earlier when she's leaving in the car that would have been a perfect ending but they had to show her go back and start living a life with her dad and then it was just like that was kind of weird but then when he showed up and like the very ending i thought that was cool the the very 30 seconds i'll give you yeah but the five minutes before it made no sense these people don't leave their when they're leaving when they're leaving the house and they get in the camper i was like ah and then and then all of a sudden you see stuff happen that's cool. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. And the reason it wasn't. Why wasn't The it? reason it wasn't. Why? Is because these are people who said they don't need society. They do not need automobiles. They do not need anything but what the, what the mountain can provide. So where the fuck did they pick up a giant camper van to bring the whole clan out to visit? It, yeah. w- it makes no sense. They were not about to leave their comfort of their mountain. They, they show that they, left, they, live, they leave the comfort of their mountain all the time, though. They, they were selling like trinkets or whatever at the beginning of the film. They're not totally Yeah, cut but that off. was just in the town. They didn't show yeah. them have vehicles and shit. Yeah. So it was dumb. Nah, yeah, that wasn't dumb, but overall it was the just very, meh. I'll give you the 30 seconds. Uh, That's cool. FYI, my yes. favorite line was, I can smell your juices. There you go. All right, that's a good, good time to uh, end the conversation on the wrong turn. <laughs> was on, I smell your juices. I smell your, I can smell your juices. The end. I can smell your juices. The end. Uh, okay, so what else did we see? We saw... The Dark and the Wicked from Shutter. Shutter. Dum, dum. Thank you. Dum, dum. Uh, on a secluded farm in a nondescript rural town, a man is slowly dying. His family gathers to mourn, and soon a darkness grows, marked by waking nightmares and growing sense that something evil is taking over the family. 
and it's directed and written by Brian Bertino or Bertino, Bertino, I'm thinking. Uh, Stars uh, Marin Ireland, Michael Abbott Jr. and Julie Oliver Touchstone. What a name. That's a fantastic name. Why don't you talk about the film? I know, Jay? right? I think it's like a movie. It's like Touchstone Pictures. I'm Julie Oliver Touchstone. Yeah. I'm that's famous. Fantastic. So, what'd you think of the movie? Ah, well, the movie. Uh, the music and the sound in this was incredible. The whole beginning helped to build such a natural level of creep and all sound music and visuals were all done so well. Yes. That coupled by the super tight, quick edits just kept building atmosphere and suspense. Who knew cutting carrots could feel so creepy Mm. or wait, I mean, cutting fingers. Uh, Also hanging things around the farm is always creepy. But can anyone tell me, and I'm by anyone I mean you, because I'm not talking to anybody else right now. Anybody tell me why they always put hanging creepy things on wires, like at farms? Like, what's the point? Just to make noise, so they know like when stuff's moving around. But they like they had it everywhere. They didn't. <laughs> it was like it was at the house. It was at the yeah. barn. It was like it was like everywhere. Hey, I'm not complaining. I'm just kind of wanting to know why they need to have. Plus, so I much think of it. maybe a movie will get made here someday. It'll look cool. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I'm I'm sold. Uh, plus, gotta love a creepy farm that has mannequins. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's <laughs> like, awesome. What is happening? I think a lot of so farmers much. are going to watch this film and they're going to go get themselves some mannequins. <laughs> so random. The oh my God, such a great slow, creepy burn. The daymares, the nightmares. Yes. They're all so well built. The light turning yes. on spider mouth, creepy dad shower, creepy priest, creepy little girl, creepy dead moms. Just when you thought it couldn't get any creepier, they show dead children. Yes. Creepy little fuckers just bleeding out. Drip, drip, drip. The slow burn of this film takes you through on a total mindfuck is so well done. And although the constant layers of torture put on the siblings got a little overdone at times, uh, but I still loved it ultimately. Ending was a great jump scare mondo, although uh, was it the best ending it could have been? I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it still gets to keep its mondo for me. Favorite line, Mm. and there's a theme here today, and we didn't choose our movies based on this, but I'm kind of glad we did. Do you smell him? (laughs) He's close now. That's right. That's two smell movies in one night. Nice. Boom. All right, sir. The Dark and the Wicked. Wicked. This film rushes nothing. The first 20 minutes or so slowly introduces us to the characters and their surroundings. We get a lay of the land and a feeling of what we are about to witness. We are introduced to the dying father and the wife that is not dealing with it very well. From here, we are introduced to their children that seem to have been mostly absent as their father's health deteriorated. They are, however, here now, and the end is inevitable. 
from here, yes, from here, there is an evil that seems to be on the peripherals of every occurrence. As a viewer, we are in the same boat as the characters, as we do not know what's going on. We continue on this path to madness right along with this family. Each character wrestles with demons within their minds and they face not only their own mortality, but their families as well. The film also uses sound as effectively as any movie I have seen in a while. Whether, yes. it was, whether it was at the moment of a jump scare or the build up to a horrifying scene or just the sounds of nature around and, the, <laughs> the, and <laughs> around the creaking old house. Um, the sound breathed. What are you laughing at? The sound breathed. At the the horse is moving towards you. <laughs> is he? <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh my God, I'm getting scared. And Charlie Horse. Charlie's Don't worry, Charlie. We're almost done talking about this movie. I know it creeped you out too. <laughs> For those of you not watching on Twitter, not Twitter, YouTube. <laughs> can't watch on Twitter. Can Probably you? also not watching it on Twitter. Uh, yeah, so for you, the, the Char Charlie horse is like creeped out by this because you know he was he was there watching this and reliving it. It's a little bit stressful for him. But he's twitch. He's a little twitchy tonight. He is. <laughs> At any rate, the sound breathed a ton of life into this story. The overall tone of dread is effectively presented in this visually stellar and audibly perfect mondo of a movie. What? This is so cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, lo I love. This I, movie. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's funny how you put that about the sound. Like, you know me. I do love. I to me, it's got to create the full atmosphere. Yeah. And this was. Let's like when we saw Gretel and Hansel. This, the sound in, good comparison. in Gretel and yep. Hansel. Yeah. Right. I mean, it just built that level of atmosphere, and it it wouldn't have been as creepy. And interestingly enough. This is not your favorite genre of horror. No. Right? But I love this movie. Yeah, because it was done so well. And, and you know, interesting because, you know, the same thing with uh, uh, Wrong Turn. I wouldn't say it was a slasher, but definitely our next movie we're going to talk about is a slasher. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, so interesting that, um, yeah, I fully think that everybody should see this movie and get ready for a ride that you are not going to expect. All right, and Shudder's back, baby. They gave us a couple of stinkers <laughs> again, but. Yeah. Shudder, I tell you, Shudder <laughs> is a bit of a roller coaster. There's no question. It is. It's However, like get the highs, movie? the highs are so worth it because the hot they're so like you get the impedagores and you get the la Yoronas that get like nominated that got nominated for awards man yep. and you get this movie and then you get like you know just the pool and just the and room and just, <laughs> like just awful <laughs> awful movies but the thing is the ones that are good are not good they're great yeah, and, and the ones that are bad are, just, are really bad. <laughs> the, the ones that are bad are almost unwatchable, but it's worth it because when you yeah, get this, yep. and to be honest, they probably bad about 500 with their originals and, you know, and yeah, exclusive. I, I, I would say they bad about 500, but you know what? If I'm going to get this every other movie, sign yeah. me up. Or even if you got it every fourth movie. Yeah, even right? if you got like, it every seventh movie. I mean, still sign yeah, me up because yeah. this is just this is worth it. Yeah, and you think of the price of Shutter. Oh, it's um, like forty right? bucks it's for like, like an entire year. Yeah, whatever. forty something yeah, bucks for a whole year. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, if I've seen well, what do we pay? We spent six bucks on 
the VOD, right? Mm-hmm. So if if we only had Shutter, like in well, three months or four months, it's paid for itself. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Shutter one more little plug here. You know what's coming up March 18th on Shutter? I have a feeling so, I know what you're gonna say. So we're not gonna review it this week, but we will be reviewing it next oh, week. Oh yes, it's a movie yeah. by the name of Slacks. And it's about yes. it's about some killer pants, and it made its I debut know. at the Calgary Inter, or sorry, the Toronto International Film Festival this year. And we were like so close to actually ordering this, but didn't. Yeah, well, and then it was supposed to. We kept it kept advertising that it was coming. Yeah, and and then it wasn't, yeah. and it was breaking our heart because we we thought because it was playing. Did it play Toronto? Maybe it didn't play Toronto. Maybe I'm it played in. It, no, it played it played in the theaters. Oh, in Toronto. In Toronto. That's why it. I'm all confused. Yes. Okay. And we couldn't get it, so... Yeah, I thought it was part of their midnight screening, but if it was... Or their midnight stuff, but uh, if it was, we would have watched it, I'm sure. No, yeah, yeah, 100% we would have watched yeah, it. Yeah. But no, it was because it was... It was playing... It to release... We were just going into lockdown. Select theaters. Select theaters. Oh, it's like... Yeah, we were actually open at the time. We still couldn't see the darn thing, could we? Nope. That was and, your rage one week. I yeah, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. But, All right. Well, do you want to come March 18th? We get to watch it. Yeah, let's talk butchers. Let's talk butchers. Uh, butchers, you can see currently on a uh, streaming app by the name of Prime. It's uh, it's kind of big. A lot of people have it. They re- do. That's a pretty good deal. Get it's yourself some cheap shipping if you want to support the robots that pull the pull the product <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure why not yeah, robots gotta <laughs> eat too right oh wait a gotta second they don't robots. they don't have to eat at all uh, I digress. Hey. all right butchers currently streaming on prime butchers was like wrong turn but it did not challenge you to think about anything unoriginal unoriginal but not trying to be anything grander than what it is. No deep meaning. Just Hicks killing attractive young folk. Take two attractive young ladies and two men. Put them in a car that breaks down in the middle of nowhere. Then insert some psychotic country Hicks and watch the mayhem. Not super interesting. Not inventive or thought-provoking. Just a movie that rolls along. But it does have a fairly dynamic lead in the form of our, our head Hick, Owen played by Simon Phillips, that elevates some of the material. The one major problem I had was with the ending. I was a little confused as where the person that was shooting, it just didn't seem to jive with the blood spatter on the car window. It was like, (laughs) it was like this weird angle and it all happened so fast. So I literally, the movie ended. I'm like, okay, I've obviously missed something. So I rewound it and I watched it again. And I'm still not seeing how this is possible from where he was standing, where the blood splat. I mean, it, maybe I'm being picky on a movie like this, but it was that a, almost it was a ricochet. It was, it was but it's funny you it say was that. Weird. So, anyways, was, at the end of the day, you know what you're getting with this movie. It's exactly what you would expect. So, I didn't hate it. It was a meh. So it's funny you said that because I had to rewind it four times at the end to rewatch the ending. I was, I was like, like what the hell happened? Happen? I didn't even know. I still don't know what happened, really. And then you got the weird shot of him crawling, you know, climbing through the window. Like, I guess yeah. he was, it was, I don't know, was he eating? I don't know what he was doing. He was He was going to be munching down. Yeah. He does. He, he, they, well, that's they obviously. other munch session. Yeah. It's just, but I still don't understand how that all transpired. Unless it's got like a 
I don't know. I'm going to say ricochet, maybe. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Or maybe just got a, you know, it just takes a right-hand turn. I don't don't know. It was weird. He he, uh, bent it like Beckham, maybe. Oh, remember that movie where they'd shoot, but the bolts would, like, curve? They could, like, shoot around corners and stuff? Um, I think it was an Angelina Jolie movie. Yeah, that was it. The, yeah, they did something with their, they flicked their wrists. Hunted and they could, or wanted. Yeah. Hunted or wanted or so something they, like So they could that. actually shoot around corners and stuff. Maybe that's yeah, what Yeah, that's is. exactly what it was. Yeah, the, these hicks yeah, were just makes, pra- they were just practicing and they, they found yeah. that. They could so, it's a, so it's now a Mondo for you? Now, uh, you now that, yeah, no, it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you what I thought of this. Okay, so I love how it doesn't beat around the bush and just gets to the killing and terrorizing right off the bat like why it is what it is we know (laughs) we we're getting what we're getting and you're getting it in the first five minutes exactly Uh, yep yep no plot for this movie (laughs) none needed (laughs) the first scene really uh does set a great ambiance and feel for the director's eye of what we're going about to see. In fact, I actually really liked a lot of the kill shots on this. Like the the, the quick edits and change-ups that the director had, he had a really good vision for such a low, low, and it's super low budget, right? Because there's a lot of stuff that's like practical effects that's just like, they obviously made that in their basement, but it's, it's I just thought he had a really good eye, this director, so I'm looking forward to him getting a budget. Uh, a great car kill scene uh, quite possibly one of the best car kill scenes I've ever seen um, so that was that was done really well also fairly early on in the movie um, so watch for that if you're going to see this uh, I was promised cannibals though and halfway in and no one chowed down on anybody yet so I'm like what the fuck is this I'm promised cannibals and I ain't got no cannibals um their cutting block, by the way, was so filthy, I I wouldn't be surprised that COVID perhaps started in their stickbox farm because God only knows what kind of animals have been cut on that. And there's got to be cross-contamination that potentially COVID came from this farm. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Nothing says creepy cannibal like a creepy ogre adjacent brother that's locked up in a... And I want to say... What was that movie that also was on Shutter back a while ago, where the vampire was trapped in a cardboard box in the backyard? Oh yeah, yeah. So there was kind of the same thing. I imagine there kind, would have been no effort at of. all to push these <laughs> pieces of wood apart. <laughs> you couldn't hold a giant ogre, cannibal, cannibal ogre. Yes. Lock him up in this, you know, the, this wood that's definitely not strong enough. But, you know, I was okay with it because I knew. I'm like, they're telling the story. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Got lots of filthiness. I, I don't say filthiness enough, but this movie was filthy. It was. And it was filthy on so many levels. Uh, lots of gore, lots of torture, lots of grossness, chopping, and some dumb stuff as well. You mm. can't avoid the dumb stuff in this kind of movie. Uh, fun little spin on Texas Have Eyes of a Thousand Corpses, as I want to call it. There you go. It's kind of a, a tri tri of this genre uh the fake pregnancy okay so uh that that you had to have laughed at that it literally looked like a pillow (laughs) (laughs) she's sitting down and it's like folded over like it's a pillow i'm like could you not have gotten anything like put a balloon in there maybe that was fun you're you're nitpicking i'm just saying this is what made it made it exactly it made it better 
it did make it. It literally did because I'm like, okay, I can see they're not obviously making any effort for realism on this. But and the final go- girl, who's not so smart and apparently super lucky, because she keeps escaping. They're <laughs> just like, okay, you're the dumbest final girl that's ever lived, because apparently you are like, I don't know how you're so lucky to fluke out to be able to escape all the time, but then you're too stupid to not know that you need to not talk to people uh with the amount of time she escaped and got captured it started to actually really annoy me <laughs> like uh the hillbilly elegy of the family had and they had some good shots and kills but ultimately bad final girl and not enough cannibal eating and i was promised cannibals and i want my cannibals mm. so it's a meh yeah it's meh it's yeah, totally it's a meh did I have a good time? Uh, yeah. Did I have yeah. a really, 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 really good time? Nah, it was a man. Movie, 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 great time? No. no. Okay, so my favorite line, unfortunately, there wasn't a smell line for me to pull out. Oh, no. But there was, there is one of the best lines from any, shall I say, slasher movie ever. Really? Y'all, y'all aren't vegetarians, are you? Good, because I fucking hate those people. Yeah. And if he hates vegetarians, yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine what he thinks about vegans. Yeah, well. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I'm looking at you. Yeah, I know who you're looking at. <laughs> so that was not bad. That yeah, was all right. All right. I got yeah. some math. <laughs> all right. Cannibal bowl of meh. Totally. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Well, my rage this week has kind of been percolating for probably the last week. And it all stemmed from the movie I Care A Lot, which I didn't really get, I feel it gave it enough effort to rage on it last week. But it kind of rolls over into some of it for just movies in general. Because one of the things um, that really actually annoys me, and I know at times it annoys you even more than me, is when they don't properly figure out all the logic for a movie. So, we both, last week, we see I Care A Lot. And actually, you know what's causing me to rage about it? Is so many people on social media are loving this movie. And it even got nominated for fucking awards. Rosamund Pike won Best Actress in a whatever. Yes, but I mean, she deserves it. She did a great job. But this movie is, well, it made me rage. You gave it a meh. It, it, I can't stand it when a movie puts so much thought and purpose into its logic of the movie and then completely loses its shit. And the same thing happened with us with uh, Queenie and Slim a couple of years ago. Like, same thing. That movie, I, I I remember this one so predominantly in my mind because for you it was like the last, I think, 15 minutes and it caused you to go from Mondo to Rage yeah. in a matter of 15 minutes, which is exactly what happened to me with, um, with Rosamund Pike's film. Yep. I care a lot. I, I couldn't get over the fact that the ending was so terrible that it I couldn't get past it. And it was a meh. It would have stayed a meh for me, too, if the ending wouldn't have been so so terrible. In fact, it could have been a Mondo. But So that's my rage this week. I'm like, people, if you're going to 
put logic so well defined into your movie, how about you take it right to the very end of the movie? I'm not going to be harping on butchers because the whole movie wasn't had no logic attached to it. So to your point about <laughs> the gunshot at the end, which, you know, <laughs> if they're going to have a pillow for a pregnant woman, you know, a ricocheting bullet. I know I was nitpicking. No, no, I know. But that's what I'm saying is like, I can't really, if a movie is, isn't based on logic, you can't really fart, fault it for it. But if a movie has, is based on intelligent people and intelligent characters without logic through the entire movie, just stop making the movie or, or get better writers to finish the movie. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but just fucking stop doing it. That's my rage this week. Huh. Are you on board or are you off board? Uh, yeah. Seems like a reasonable rage. <laughs> Just making sure you're kind of uh, quiet over there. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. What's there to say? Well, okay, right. I agree, Jim. I'm, I'm not really filled with rage today, Jim. Well, I'm really look not. At my, look at my face. Uh, all right. I don't know what my rage is this week. I guess it could be the fact that Riz Ahmed, who should have won Best Actor at the Golden Globes, did not, because that was probably the best performance that I've seen by anybody in maybe like 20 years. The so Sound of Metal was such an unbelievably good movie, and he was unbelievable in it. Um... I was also a little, I, you know, maybe I'll rage about the Golden Globes a little bit. I don't know. Because I was also annoyed. Like, how does Sasha Baron Cohen win an award for Borat? Like, I know this wasn't the strongest year for movies ever. But really? You're handing out a trophy for for that character? I don't get that. Okay, uh, what, was, what did he win for? So, again, keep in mind that I don't watch the awards shows. So, because I don't really care because they're all stupid. But I'm sorry, what he won for what? He won Best Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy, Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat subsequent, what was, subsequent movie. What was he zone. up against? What was he up against? Well, though? this is what's sad. The first one is ridiculous. And if you if you did see them, you could see how disappointed he was when he didn't win, which I'm like, how do you think you could possibly win? Uh, James Corden for The Prom, which you watched. No, I watched the first 10 minutes. Oh, I thought you watched the whole thing. No, no, I watched the first 10 minutes and turned it off because it was so terrible. Okay, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. They, they filmed a stage play in the or a Broadway or whatever the heck it is. Oh, Broadway yes, musical. all over Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Yep. Um, then Dev Patel, The Personal History of David Copperfield. I mean, what? how do you give Sasha Baron Cohen the, the, the trophy oh over him? God. See, this is, this is why I stopped watching yeah. these awards. And then this one's a little odd, but even this one I could have accepted more than Sasha Baron Cohen. They actually nominated Andy Samberg for Palm Springs. Wow, he deserves yeah. it for that. That was a good movie. Yeah, we it was a good that. movie. So, you know, it's just, it's just weird. Um, the other thing is, I'm just looking at all this, like the fact that Andrew Day won for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Haven't seen the movie, no. Um, but there's no way she was better than Viola Davis. There's no way she was even better. No than one's Vin better than Viola. There's Davis. no way she was better than F Vanessa Kirby. She, 
um, you know, I need to watch the movie. And if, if, if I'm wrong, then I will shut up. Um, but honestly, I, I've seen Nom uh, Land, which I'm sure at some point we're going to talk about this movie because we're going to have to because it's so awesome. Um, mm -hmm. Frances McDormand, hands down, should have won that. I, I don't understand how she didn't. She's a goddess. Yeah. So it's just a lot and of And you know what? A lot of She's weird also stuff. mesmerizing, she, don't you know? She is mesmerizing. She's no mesmerizing, question. don't you know, eh? Yeah. So sorry, that was know. my best Francis McDermott impression from Fargo, by the yeah, way. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's just a weird, weird day. I mean Jodie Foster won for the Mauritanian. Um which once again I've I've seen. It's an excellent movie. She absolutely didn't deserve to win any award for it. She was she was solid as Jodie Foster always is. No matter, you know, Jodie Foster in any of those Jodie Foster movies is always great. But, she's also mesmerizing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but she she didn't she didn't deserve to win over Olivia Coleman even for the father for the father, and definitely she didn't deserve to uh, win over Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Um, yeah, don't even get me started on motherfucking Glenn. Yeah, Close. so it's just hashtag. You know, once again, the awards are just stupid, and they're a popularity contest, and it's it's not a you know. I wish it was just totally legit but it just doesn't seem to be i, I just don't i don't dig it's it it's very you have a very calming i was thinking that the voice, yeah well i was thinking that how it should work is i should get three votes on on who wins the the trophy right you should get mm -hmm. one okay all right <laughs> <laughs> Okay, at least hey, I get a vote. What else? What is it? Have? Is it like the foreign press or something that picks these? I think it is. The foreign press should get like two. So I get three. Yes. You get one. Foreign press yep. gets two. Yep. And then uh, some random tie goes. And then, tie goes to Murray. Well, no. Tie goes to Murray. Okay, Murray. Oh, Murray, can, Murray can have one two. Okay. Wait, he has half a vote. If I get one. No, no, no! You guys get equal vote. You both get one, uh, and then uh, and then like one more. They just randomly dial a phone number and ask somebody, you know, who do you think should win? And whoever they give, that's that's a vote. And I, then they I should add those seen, up. I ain't done seen that movie, but uh, I'll give it to yeah, him. Yeah, it doesn't you matter. Know, the, know what I'm the people that have the, the foreign press, they haven't seen uh, him either. I like Bo Rat. He should get it. <laughs> he probably would have won anyways. That's probably how you were. What are you talking about? Uh, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, w kind of a weak rage this week because I really had nothing prepared. I don't know if you could notice. <laughs> but, no, uh, we did a good job raging on it because it's it's literally one of my favorite things to rage about. Yes, I, I, I know. You hate awards. I hate award shows because yes. they're all stupid. It's all. And every single yeah. one is either fixed or planted or reverse planted or unplanted. That's, it's just they're all idiotic. And they mean nothing really at the end of the day because guess what? The only vote that matters is mine. My one vote that you gave me is the only vote that matters. There you go. And my three votes. Exactly. Yes. And all yeah. three of them go for Riz Ahmed, best actor I'll, of the of of the the 2000s in that, that particular role. He was so the four, unbelievably good. The four good. votes he got for that, he deserves it. There you go. All right. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. 
So, what have you got for us this week that you promised you would give us somebody, just as long as it's just one, for the repulsive list? Our repulsive list? Uh, yeah. I can think of, I, I don't even remember who we put on it. Who do we put on it so far? How, how could you not remember? I don't know. Like There's the so most many... important moment of our lives. I don't know that it was because I'm having when we, trouble when we separating created, When we created the repulsive list, All right, so who's it was on literally it? the best that literally the best moment in Film Rage history. Yeah, who's on When it? we put on the most fabulous. There's like four people The so most far, fabulous. No, we only, I think, put two on it. No, we put more But if everybody looks at our... Nope, there's only two because a couple what? of them you vetoed. Oh, yeah. We, you attempted to You're, put four on it. That's right. Yeah, and you vetoed two of them because I don't know why. Well, you know but what would be funny? If, one, I, if I nominated one of the ones that I vetoed, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I might do. But uh, yeah, so we have Hayden Christensen. Right. And, and Pretty Paul boy Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah, pretty boy Paul Walker. That's well, right. Okay, well, we got to get some females on this list. That's right. So that's your charge. You uh, were charged with it last Yeah, week. I, I got it under control. Who are you talking to here? Okay, so let's have it. Catherine Heigl. Give me your name. Catherine Heigl. She's okay, repulsive. So, okay, wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I can't show this because it's going to give away. But Catherine Heigl is one of the only women on my list, too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's it's the official. worst. Catherine is repulsive. <laughs> Unbelievably repulsive. I mean, I will. If she's in a movie, I do not want to see that movie. I want to run in the other direction. If I walk into a room and there's a Catherine Heigl movie on, I ain't staying in that room. Yeah, see, that's like me with Julia Roberts. I could not do it, man. I can't do it. Right. But I'm on board with your Catherine Heigl. She's right. on my list, too. So, of of the two women that I had on my list, yep. she was one and Julia Roberts was the other. There so you now go. you've got a charge to find another woman. Let's even this team out. I'm going to present two more women because I'm, I'm going to try to tilt the, uh, the old the old uh, seesaw in the direction of the females today. We'll see if you, I, if Hopefully we'll people see. don't think we're... Hope we, people don't think we're sexist because we're not we're sexist. We, more women. We got well. We got. We're trying to just equal everything out. <laughs> we got two men. We're trying to put some women on now. We're we're getting some equality. Okay, who are, are you ready? Going for? Yeah, I'm ready. This is a slam dunk. I don't. Maybe you, I thought Julia Roberts was a slam dunk. So let's hear it. Tara Reed. Tara Reed. Huh. But she was so good in American Pie. Was she? I think she was maybe the first one she was watchable before she got like all anorexic and skeleton like well there's that but she also she's also in some tv shows i not know not related it's true she is awful let's face it as i say but i'd like her in american pie so how does how do we how do we combat you, that well you, it, that's for you I, to decide my friend if you, if you think she's not say, repulsive i'm gonna have to um I, I, I want to say she's repulsive now, but she hasn't always been repulsive. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say no, she's not. Wow. Hey, wow. I'm not saying she's not now, but there's a time where she wasn't. Plus, I love every Sharknado movie, and that makes me laugh. So. Oh God. Okay. So she is not. On, so there we go. I got uh, I got one. Actually, you know what? 
Screw it. You got to do four. I'm doing four. Okay, I do it. Well, I, you, wait. You've done two. two so far. Yeah, so I'm one and one. So do four. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Melanie Griffith. <laughs> oh, no way. Uh, what, 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 where'd you get that from? Because she's repulsive. <laughs> she's the worst freaking actor ever. I cannot watch her even say two lines. She is awful. Uh, and has always been there that. was there was never a time when Melanie Griffith wasn't awful. You can't go back to one of her early movies. Oh, she was so good in that. No, she was always awful. Um just some looking, might some might say she's repulsive. You know what? I hate to do this, but she was in a John Waters movie called Cecil B. Demented. And she was epic in that. <sighs> Everything else, I'm looking at her list. Yep. One movie can pull them off, the repulsive list. Hey, you you didn't give it to Julia Roberts, and you could only come up with one movie for her. All right, here's here's my fourth shot. Okay. Are you ready? I'm born, I was born ready. <sighs> LT. LT. Lana Turner? Liv Tyler. <laughs> Oh, Liv Tyler. Oh, man, that's tough. Because she is pretty repulsive. But at the same time, oh, my goodness. she was in the movie Scream. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she was in Scream. Okay. I. I got it. So, so Liv Tyler's in a movie and you're going to watch it. Okay. Well, I saw, let me see all the movies that I actually chose to see, even though she was in it. This is a tough call because I think she is repulsive. Don't get me wrong. I think she's repulsive. That is a hundred percent true. But I saw the entire trilogy of Lord of the Rings. Uh, you even didn't you even like Jersey Girl? I'm pretty sure no, you like Jersey Girl. It's a Kevin Smith movie, but it wasn't. It was his worst worst movie. It was. You know what? George Carlin. I, I liked watching George Carlin in it. That was good. And Ben. Huf, I think Ben Hooflex always great. He's, he's a, always somewhat adequate. Ah, yes. Ben Affleck's but, best. But you know what's no, weird? I keep on true. seeing him on like worst actors of all time lists. It's really strange. I don't understand. I kind of understand it actually. Nah, you see some no of sense. movies. It's like not. It's not. It's non. It's nonsensical. Where he was a basketball player, which makes no sense. Yeah, it makes total sense because <laughs> he's like looks like a super. You know what? He could play. He could play a paper bag. That'd be cool. He could play president of the United States. That'd be cool. He could play like a a, a monkey king. I'd totally buy that. He could play. Yeah, you've got some kind of Ben could, Affleck boner going on. I don't get it. He could play like uh, the prime minister of Great Britain. I totally buy that. He could be like. Uh, <laughs> he could, that's pretty random. <laughs> he, could, he could play. Uh, uh, I don't know what else. Like, he could play like a, a dictator from like Cuba. I totally buy that. I don't know. I don't buy a he lot. He could of do it does. all. He could play. He'd almost be a. <laughs> he could, he, he could make play. the accountant. He'd be on my. He'd be on my repulsive list. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he was okay in Batman. Sure, I'll give him that. Good. Okay, so I don't know what to say. I'm. I'm torn. 
because I do think Liv Tyler is repulsive, but I will see movies because she's kind of has the, the, um, okay, we've used turnip carrot. She's like the carrot. She, she may be repulsive and some people don't like carrots, but, um, you know, she still seems to pick good movies to be in. Okay. Then, then I'm, then I'm doing an, I got to get two on. So I'm doing one more. I don't care. I don't care what the, okay. Chris Klein. We're going off the females back to the males. Chris oh, Klein. Yeah. Okay. He's for sure. <laughs> he's he's repulsive. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right. <laughs> I got two on. You Took me did. five, okay. but I got two on. Yeah. Hey, that's not bad. Uh, that's a good, that's, that was a pretty good list. So we still, we still, the, the men to women are definitely uh, overruling us here. Yeah. Three to one now, I guess. Apparently. Yeah. At least. Hey, if you wouldn't let give me Julia Roberts, I couldn't give up. I just couldn't yeah, give yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Melanie Griffith. Go watch Cecil B. Demented. And you'll change I've watched name. Cecil B. Demented. She was great in that movie. Because she's filthy. Mm-hmm. See, I got to say filthy twice in the same episode. Wonderful. <laughs> kind of was. Yeah, sure. I'll take it. <sighs> so, <laughs> what else going on? Is there anything else going on with the lists? You got anything else? Uh, anything? Yeah, do you want me to get, yeah, give me I'll something? Give you one. I'll give you something. I'm yeah. going to give you... I'm going to give you... I don't know get off the repulsive. I'm going to give you a mesmerized. Give me a mesmerized. Make it a good one, though. I hope so. Uh, I'm going to say John Goodman. John Goodman. Yep. From Roseanne. Yeah. The great comedic actor, John Goodman. I love John Goodman. Who doesn't? Pretty much when he's making a movie, too. I'm trying to think of a bad John Goodman movie. Maybe he could make... So what? Are you saying he may actually make The Undoubted? Oh, no, wait. He can't be on The Undoubted. What, what messed him up? Because he was in that up? terrible movie about... What messed him up? Blues music, mate. Blues music? Yeah. The movie I'm trying to block from my mind that ever existed on the planet. Because I, I hated it about. so much. Really? What was it? Yep. Uh, uh, it was... Wasn't it by the uh, Coen brothers? Oh, that might have been far enough back. Wait a oh, are you talking about Inside Lewin Davis? Yeah, that the wasn't worst the, movie ever made. It wasn't made. about blues yeah. music, but anyways. Okay, so we might still be able to do this because he's been... Because uh, that's been pretty far back now. Okay, so okay, let's, let's just go forward. Yeah. Gonna, maybe he'll make... A, maybe he'll make you know what? List. From Mesmerized to Undoubted, let's, let's see if we can make it happen. Okay, so he was in Captive State. Captive State was meh. Yep, I agree. Uh, okay, you're going to have to keep track of this because I can't do two things at once. So that's yes. one movie. Uh, okay, I think he's going to go because... What is this? Yeah, I don't think he's going to get past it because I don't think you would have... I gave it a Mondo, but I'm positive. Oh, but I don't think you did. Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, no. That okay. might even have been Those a are back-to-back, back, those two? Yeah, so yeah, it mm. went. I'm, I guess I'm Captive sp- State. Yeah. And then he made uh, a TV series, a video game, Roseanne, Saturday Night Live, McDonald's commercial. What? And then he did Skull Island Monarch Files, which really isn't Skull mm. Island. It's nope. like a spin off thing. And then it's Valerian, City of a Thousand Planets. So, so his, but then his last he was two a boy. screwed me. Or screwed yep. him. All right. 
whatever. Shoot him. What other oh, ones before that? He was also in Atomic Blonde, so if the yeah. That was Matthew. <laughs> Yeah, I thought so he was. Uh, I thought he was so solid. Uh, what? Else? He, he is he though. Is. He's, me he's mesmerizing. He's definitely we'll mesmerizing. We'll give him that. Sweet. All right. Okay. Oh, you know what time it is? The moment we've all been waiting for. Why this episode is dedicated to Battlefield Earth. And anybody that's watching on YouTube can see that I have been uh, actually. Uh, paying tribute to battlefield earth this entire episode but jim doesn't is it because you're high forehead like Josh anybody else wow. that's watching understands except for you i don't understand how how you cannot see what i'm doing right now you're badly acting i don't know no is that it? Oh, your, your script is terrible? <laughs> oh. Okay, well, let's, so last week on Rage or Dare, we pulled the final rage item from Murray's completely empty bag of rage jizz. This week, Bryce will get to cannonball back into the pool of pleasure with the dare bag from our listeners or go back to a completely satisfying bag of rage from me. Well, completely satisfying for me, that is. Ha, wank, wank. Uh, let's start with Bryce to see if our doubted actor, John Travolta, <laughs> deserves his doubted title, or was Battlefield Earth one of the rare exceptions that could make us reconsider his brilliant acting choices and maybe, just maybe, remove him from our doubted list? Bryce, what do you say? Yeah, that was a bad movie. Um, Battlefield Earth was so bad that... How bad was it? <laughs> that after I watched it, I literally had to find out how this piece of garbage got made. Um, I found one of the writers did like this YouTube thing where he, he actually was talking about how it all came together and how he was hired and how everything in his being was tell him, telling him not to take this project, but he took it anyways. And how he wrote the script and then, you know, the Scientologist kind of got a hold of it and they kind of twisted it a little bit, but it's basically what he wrote. And they, they kind of promised, you know, when he's writing this, he has this vision of this, you know, this giant budget that didn't quite come through as you can see through from the special <laughs> effects in this movie um for those of you that are watching on youtube you can see that this entire episode on youtube i have been using what's known as a dutch angle where the camera is not head on it's tilted and that is exactly what happens in this entire movie i've never seen a movie that is 100 percent dutch angles at one point, there is about a five-minute stretch where they would show it uh, 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 from one perspective. The camera would move to another perspective, and the camera literally went up and down like a teeter-totter. It, it slanted to the right, and then on the next shot, it slanted to the left. And then on the next shot, it slanted to the right. And then on the next shot, it slanted to the left. And it did this for about five minutes. There is literally not a shot in this movie that is straight on. It is at an angle the entire movie. I have never witnessed this before. I thought the Dutch angle was to like, 
you know, really exclamate a point, uh, maybe a, 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 a part where there's a, uh, an epiphany or something awful happens or there's a realization and there's, you know, you get that and then you get the Dutch angle and you're like, oh yeah, and, it, and it's effective. But when you just do the entire film, like what is this director even doing? Like, yeah. And why are they filming way beyond their means? They've got these grand ideas of what, you know what, if this is, if, if you wanted to make the movie in this fashion, you should, you should have either waited till you had enough money or you had to find a way to scale it back. Cause the whole thing looked awful. The acting was awful. I felt so sorry for Forrest Whitaker with yes. those. Number one, I, I guarantee he did some damage to his eyes because those freaking contact lenses he had, there's no way that those things were breathing at all. He was suffocating his cornea for the entire duration of that shooting, I guarantee. I bet you yep. he had some serious conditions coming out of that, man. You can't do that to your eyes. Spoken like a true ophthalmologist. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not an ophthalmologist. <laughs> I wish I was. I'd be living in a nice big house if I was an ophthalmologist. At any rate, ah, uh, yeah, this was just awful. Um, everything about it was was just bad. Like I, and what? Who is John Travolta channeling here? Like what? I guess Himself, he had. Remember, he's doubted. Yeah, <laughs> and he had a lot of control in this. I mean, it was it was him, and I, I, apparently the the head Scientologist guy who, for some reason, his name eludes me, even though I've seen like nine documentaries on this. Guy. I know science guy. Yeah, but uh, apparently he was on. He was do. He was seeing all the dailies and everything, and he was so excited about this movie. And <laughs> look at this, he was showing people, and everybody was like, "Wow, this looks bad," and it was. Um, yeah, this was a rage and, uh, yeah, I've never seen a movie that is 100% Dutch angles. Well, um, I want to point out that the Dutch oven slash angle that you've created is pointing to our fabulous Mr. Potato. Mm, so there you go. that's the focus of this episode is your Dutch oven. I still can't believe you couldn't see that I was trip doing a tribute to Battlefield Earth for the entire episode for our YouTube well, viewers. Thanks, thanks for thanks for explaining it to me. Now I see it, but I, <laughs> I really had a tough time with this movie. So let me tell you what I thought about it. Go ahead. Uh, first off, I now want to join Scientology. No, you so don't. hashtag Scientology. This movie was awesome. Wait, was this the movie that started John Travolta's stardom? Back to stardom? No, it we wasn't. We should probably look this up. No, it wasn't. You it, sure? Yeah, no, that was that was Pulp Fiction. Huh. To totally different well, movie. I guess, I guess, nope. Okay, uh, all the slow-mo and terrible CGI when Travolta shows up is truly mind-bendingly awful. Wait. Was this a made-for-TV movie? No. Are you sure? Looks like it was made for public access TV. <laughs> I'm also confused why are the humans nose-plugged sometimes, and then the aliens are sometimes nose-plugged, and then sometimes they're not, and then sometimes they are. It didn't seem to... I think it, there was supposed to be some kind of logic to it. Like, Depends now we're on, on where planet, they were. Now if we're they on were... this planet. Yeah. And, but... But it's like it. All, everything looked like it was the same planet, so I wasn't really sure where they were at any given time. It was a I think confusing. I was supposed to take the indication from where the nose plugs were. Um, so, yeah, that was really dumb. Uh, and uh, was it 
Was the nose plugs because the aliens were smelly? No, I don't think it was the air or the aliens. I think it was the dialogue. What mm. the fuck was this movie? Oh. I don't get it. A science fiction film? A torture session from the minds of Scientology? I'm not sure. Um, was this a Scientology membership drive by torturing people so badly it wears them down and sublimely converts them? I don't know. My God, this dialogue was so painful. And the first 20 minutes of the dude riding his horse to... And like, where, first off, where is he going and why do I care? Like, I didn't understand why he was even leaving in the first place. Uh, and then these idiotic aliens uh, talking awful dialogue that was, I'm just like, I'm so confused. I, I, I've never felt more like I was you in a movie than when I was watching this. And that's saying a lot. I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're often. This is like your favorite line. I'm confused. <laughs> I was confused in this movie. Exactly, exactly. Was this a sci-fi riddled pile of John Travolta rage? Absolutely, yes. So and this, I think, this was the start of his downhill roll into doubted. So bad. It is, yeah. So, you've got a pull from... What are you deciding this week? I don't know. You can go I'm back to choosing from my bag, no, or you, no. could, you could go on. get something joyful from the yeah, dare bag. Yeah, who just wants to be all upset? I'm going to choose something from the <laughs> dare bag where that's, it's probably going to be awesome. That's part, well, that's not going to make me happy if you like it again. Yeah, well, <laughs> tough. Isn't this about all about me, my pleasure? What's, what's, what's happening here? Hey, man, you brought the dare bag into this. You said, okay. Everybody yeah, out I don't there. Understand why I keep pulling the terrible ones out of it. Everybody out there, send us some movies that are terrible so we can watch them and they'll be on the podcast. <laughs> and you know what? I'm glad you did because, man, these, these <laughs> awful movies are pretty good. See, but it's still causing rage because it's making me rage because you're pulling good ones and I'm pulling terrible ones. All right. So cut it out. This one better be stink awful. Stink. Battlefield Earth 2. Battlefield Earth 2. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to just, I'm, I'm reaching into the bag right now, and I'm trying to grab one. There we go. I got one. It looks like you've got your hand up Charlie Horse's butt. No. I Is that where you're storing the bag? No, no, no. Anyways, hey, look at that. It's the audience dare bag. It's state of the art. Hmm. Okay, so I got one. Let's have it. And once again, uh, well, I don't even know. What is this? Does this even exist? What is this? I don't know. I can't see it. Uh, is it there? Okay. Escape from Tomorrow. 2000. Oh, my God. I think you actually like this movie. I don't even know what it is. Maybe I do. Maybe I saw it. Yes. Yeah. I, I probably saw it. That's, I have a feeling you are going to like is that this the, movie. That's not the George Clooney thing, is it? No. No. This is the one. It's black and white. Escape from um, Tomorrow? And um, it's black and white, and it's like kind of like at a... It's well, kind of a horror movie, kind of not. Black and white and red um, all over? It's a it made me rage, but there's some parts in it that I think you might like because it's black and white. Escape from Tomorrow. Yep. I don't know it's that a I... thing. Well, then you're in for a treat. I yeah, I have no idea who. Uh, what, 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 <laughs> Roy uh, Abramson, uh, Elena Schuber, Jack Dalton. Nobody really too big. Uh, directed by Randy Moore. This is from 2013. Yep. 
It's a movie. I've seen it probably <sighs> a couple times, actually, by accident. <laughs> Escape from Tomorrow. Yep. In a world of fate, castles, and anthropomorphic rodents, an epic <laughs> battle begins when an unemployed father's sanity is challenged by a chance encounter with two underage girls on holiday. Sounds like a movie written just for you. That sounds awful. This sounds is, awesome. This is live action? Yeah, it's live action and it's black and white. Two of your favorite things put together. And there's a lot of walking in it. So okay. this could be a, what if I can't find a it? manga I don't think I'm going to be able to find this. I think it exists. I should be able to. I think it's probably on Tubi. All right. Well, I'll look for it. I will try and watch it. I have no idea Sweet. what it is. Escape from tomorrow. Sweet, Sweet Georgia Brown. All right. That's that. Well, I am super excited to say goodbye. I miss you guys all till next week. But there's a few things we got to talk about. Thanks again, traders, for listening. Thanks to Extended Film Rage Crew of the Leonard Common for Logistic Vision and Photography, the Leonard Common Photography. And to Bex Goose for her animation skills. And you can find Bex at Potato Lady Podcast Reviews.com. Find us on social media at Film Rage, Twitter, and Instagram at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at Film Rage YYC.com. See what we look like on our YouTube channel by searching Film Rage Podcast. We are always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment often everywhere you feel. Uh, like including filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Send us, a, send us an email. Podchaser or Apple Podcast. Dare us to see terrible movies or to fuel our rage. But no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please. Please. That's it for this week. Rage on.